0: then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, everybody's. Uh, somebody's interested in everything. And Anything you can be interested in, you'll find others. But It is absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. This is Michaela.
1: And I'm Sam.
0: And w- we feel like we say this a lot, but it's we been do. a hot second. It has been. <laughs> it's like we're going like stretches at a time like it's been a month almost to the day Mm -hmm. since we uploaded our last yeah sometimes
1: we have these like once a week kind of recordings where we're just doing it all the time and then we take some time because we need to Mm -hmm. and then we come back
0: yeah so we decided we would take the opportunity with this one to just update everybody on what's going on Mm -hmm. where we've been for a month Mm -hmm. um yeah a little bit about what we've updated been up to and just our i guess in general um like what we've been thinking about lately
1: yeah, yeah be good.
0: okay <laughs> i
1: don't even it's know it's so funny so if you've been following along you know who cc is and she's like really i don't know what she's trying to say but she's trying to say something
0: right now yeah i think she's just happy that we're doing this i think
1: she's happy i don't know but yeah she just she's very she's into it she's like very happy she's trying to tell me something i'm like what
0: (laughs) just that we're recording something
1: i guess that has to be it yeah because it's been a while yeah so do you want to tell no you go first and then i'll collect
0: my thoughts yeah
1: okay well our last episode i think was about us Claiming
0: yes, what our next big manifestation is
1: yes, and so I feel like I really dove head for you have head first first yeah. into that. So yeah. um, our next manifestation is to receive at least for me it's ten thousand dollars a month in income at least, minimum, $10,000 a month. So whatever I'm doing creatively is bringing in that money into my account. I'm being very specific. I'm like trying to think of all the specific ways that I can... In words. Describe exactly what I want, and that's what I want. I want it to go into my bank account. (laughs) I want it to be because I created something. It's something that I bring value to the world. And that's how I'd like to receive it. So... Um, and I want it to be consistent. I don't want it to be like once in a while, mm-hmm. I want it to be a consistent mm-hmm. flow flow and I want it to be um, every time I look into my bank account, it's the numbers are bigger. there are more mm-hmm. numbers in there. Mm-hmm. And no matter what I spend my money on, it doesn't matter. The numbers are always going getting higher mm-hmm. no matter what I spend my money
0: on. I like that specific. Yeah. So it's Sentence, like, yeah,
1: the yeah. numbers go down because I'm spending, but they don't really, because it's always like topped up more. Mm-hmm. Like, So I'm, I'm spending way less than I'm actually making. Right. That's what I, that's my...
0: I like that specification because I don't even, I don't even think I've made that for myself.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: That's a really good one.
1: Yeah. And I, so I've, I guess I've been thinking about it a lot and been doing a lot of stuff with my... Uh, company host to host and i've been working with a financial advisor coach membership coach person and she's been incredible so like i've been doing a lot of action taking a lot of action getting everything organized doing all the things and <sighs> having mixed emotions about it because it's like Let's hear about all your emotions uh, does the universe even <laughs> see me which is so stupid because it's like, Well, um, do you know where you live? Like, obviously the evidence to support manifestation is literally all around us. Like, yes, the universe cares what you want and like delivers. But it doesn't and then matter some. when you're in it. You're so wrapped up in your own little world that you're like, the universe doesn't care. Nobody cares. The universe doesn't care. This whole universe thing, like not a big deal like it's just yeah you just downplay it because not in your mind from your perspective nothing is happening right Mm. so it's just this mix of emotions of like I'm excited about challenges and I take them and I love them like I love learning oh okay now I get to do this like I love that step-by-step process but it's almost like we were doing what's kind of comforting about it is we've done this before, like rewind a year ago. Mm, and we mm-hmm. were like, "Where the hell is our <laughs> fucking house?
0: It's so true. And we felt have so we sold our house. Stagnant. Yet? Like we were yeah. like,
1: what? The actual? Like we just yeah. couldn't we could not figure it out. No. So couldn't crack it. That, that mindset of being like, what?" like where is my shit <laughs> it's so familiar mm. and therefore comforting mm. because
0: i we know there's a solution like we know yeah, like, it oh, will it well, ultimately this is, this always is, manifests
1: yeah this is the normal yeah. part of the process yeah. you ask for something you do all the stuff nothing happens and you're like what the hell and then right something happens and you're like oh mm-hmm. okay you mm-hmm. had a better plan for me
0: mm. Right.
1: So it's just, I battle with, I can't do this. I'm obviously not meant to do this. This is not for me. And then I'm the only person that can do this. I wake up thinking about this. I can't not do this. I am possessed. I'm a woman possessed by this idea. I can't not do it. It's a compulsion to level up to mm. like make something mm-hmm. it's a freaking compulsion i can't help. i wake up in the morning literally the first thing i do just i have to do it mm-hmm. but then i'm also like ah, am i just i said it earlier am i just writing in the air like i'm just <laughs> right I'm it's just not landing writing. on anything there's no evidence there's of no it. no evidence of anything like it's just you know there's I no mean proof an onlooker would be like what do you mean like obviously there's evidence everywhere but it's just my own stuff mm-hmm. but i'm like it's not as good as i want anyways mm i'm sure people that are listening can relate can relate to this feeling of like i'm getting nowhere
0: i'm on a treadmill
1: i'm doing all the things these things light me up but where's my shit (laughs) (laughs) but like where's my money what's happening kind of thing you know there that there's that that aspect of it but it feels good to just vent out and be like this is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. All this is fucking bullshit. None of it counts.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was like that this time last year when <laughs> that thing was happening or I was wasn't selling. Yeah. I would just start yelling at you like, yeah. this is all bullshit. None of this stuff works. Like I would just like lose my mind and then feel better after and yeah, and then keep believing and have faith again. Like, it's like I get suckered back in, you know, like I just am like, I know, I know that, it's going to... Ha- like, it is inevitable. You know that. It's
1: yeah. just like...
0: It really is what I do believe. Yeah. But it's hard to remember that sometimes when you're in the thick of it.
1: My evidence for it being inevitable is the fact that I can't stop thinking about it. Right. Because if it was something that I didn't really care about or like... I just... Right. I feel like I've and been... You're forcing pos- yourself to
0: do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've been
1: possessed by, the, by an idea. Right. So, obviously, it's meant for something. Otherwise, why would I be possessed by it? Right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do anything I don't want to do. I like but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I, we've told people before, it's what would you rather do? Right? right. And I would rather work on blank. That's what I would rather do. Mm-hmm. But then there's nothing that happens after I do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like Thousands of uh, baby steps. Yeah. Equal one giant leap.
1: Yeah. Like it's purpose driven. I'm doing things because it's purpose driven, mm-hmm. but then there's nothing happening on the other side of it. I really shouldn't say there's nothing happening because obviously there's some things happening. But well, it's apparently
0: like... the universe is conspiring on your behalf all the time. Yeah. And you're like one thought or vibration away from shit manifesting. Right. Really, though. Yeah. That's like, Abraham says that all the time. And it's an like image... 95% complete. You just got to line up.
1: Yeah. And an image that kind of goes through my head you've seen it where like there's the cartoon of two people mining mm-hmm. and they're they're so like they're just digging and digging and digging and on the other side of this wall is this like big treasure right and one person is like a hair away mm. from getting mm. it and they just turn around and they're just like no i quit i suck at this and they leave and they're like literally just there's actually this is a true story yeah the
0: gold story The gold
1: story yeah what, what
0: was that in where did i read that
1: I don't know where... I read it too.
0: This is one of the books that we've read.
1: Yeah. So the story is this actually happened. (laughs) (laughs) This guy was, you know, up north digging and had been digging forever. In a gold mine. In a gold mine. Right. And never found anything. Mm. And he was getting so frustrated with it, he just sold it. He sold his... The land. The land and everything. And so literally got out of his excavator i know what that is now because we have babies babies who tell us yeah what loaders are and diggers are and use." literally leaves his excavator and sells it and then the person who bought it gets in the excavator and like
0: just one dig
1: one dig yeah found all of this gold Mm -hmm. so this person who gave up was just one dig away <laughs> from getting everything he wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe that. What book is that in? I don't know, but I believe that like for that person who sold it, like, okay, not the big leap, is it? It's his like, it's he has a different path to go down. It's like the cautionary
0: fine. tale for all of us. I mean, we're telling his story. It's like his lesson is teaching the world not to give up. I mean, yeah. that's pretty fucking valuable,
1: especially if what you book is that in? you have a knowing. That it's meant for you. Mm-hmm. Like he had a knowing that he was meant for the gold,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but he just gave up. Can't give up. Oh my god! So don't give up. Yeah, not giving up. But that's the thought that comes in your head. You're just like, I can't do this. Right. And then you're you're kind of fighting with yourself in that. Like, yes, you can. Why are you saying you can't?
0: Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep going. And I think. I don't know I think a big part of it too is that you learn all of these things and you learn the strategies that you know all of this the manifestation stuff right like that you know you can do affirmations you can do all these journaling you can do all these kinds of things and you're like applying them and applying them and like you just feel like nothing is nothing is cutting it and so that's I don't know. It's like you just, you can, you it's very, I think it's easy, especially when, especially if you don't have a support system, especially if you don't have people around you that are like, no, when it does work, or if you don't have any proof of it yet, like it's so easy to just throw in the towel, Mm -hmm. but knowing what we know, yeah, right? Like we have proof in our life that it does work. So we just like, I don't know, almost feels, it feels like you're on a treadmill, but you're not. Like you are making strides. Mm-hmm. Like, you are, you know, like, you know more now than you did a month ago.
1: Yeah. I think even having this conversation is helpful because I was able to not keep all that stuff locked inside mm-hmm. and also, again, say, get more comfortable saying what I want, mm-hmm. right? Saying that out loud. And, like, Rochelle, the, my wonderful
0: coach, abundance
1: queen, she asked me, um, what does she say? She's like, "What's your dream? Like, what what do you want in like a year?" And like, she might already know or whatever, but it's just like, "Let's let's recalibrate. Let's just go back here." Right. And then I said it out loud, and I was like, "Yeah, that's my goal. Like, it's just that's the next that's the next step I wanna I wanna climb. Um, I wanna share the dream thing because I think that's really funny. Okay, because part of my some things that I'm doing is Listening to uh, wealth affirmations um, while I sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's like seven hours of you are worthy, you make Thank lots you. of money, like whatever. It's just, I don't really know what she's saying because I'm you, asleep. You're, you're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like listen to the first 10 minutes and I get a general idea. Mm. Um, so I, for some reason, I couldn't um, access it. Yeah, it wasn't letting me access it last night. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. And then I asked myself the question, like, does it even work? Like, I just quickly asked that question. I didn't think a lot about it. But I was like, maybe it doesn't even work. I don't know. I didn't care that much. And so I woke up this morning and I looked at Nick and I was like, I, um, I had this weird dream last night that I, was, I turned 50, that I was 50. And then he starts laughing and I'm like, I... What was weird about it was that I was fifty. Like I, I had a hard time believing it, but it was the truth that I was fifty, and everyone around me had aged. And like my brother was sixty because he's ten years older than me. Like every, you know, it all made sense, but it didn't because I was like, and I couldn't remember being another age. <laughs> I was just like, I just am this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so weird. I couldn't figure it out in my dream because I'm like I'm not. I'm I'm thirty two. Am I thirty mm-hmm. two? I'm 32. I'm not 50. No. Nope. Um, so, he's like, okay, that's so weird. Because while I was asleep, he was watching the John Oliver show show tonight, last night. It's like the late, late show John Oliver. I don't know. Like that. It's very funny. Anyways, so, Nick was like, I was watching the John Oliver show, and then this was happening. So, he had his ear... Is it your ear bud? Yeah, not Earpod?
0: I don't
1: know. Oh, you don't? Okay, I don't know either. Um, air AirPod, AirPod, earbud, earpod. Yeah. So I couldn't hear what he was watching, and he was he yeah, had these in his right, and so he's watching the show on. Are you sure we're not fifty? He sounded not to really me. old just then. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying not to wake me up. He's trying to like he's you know I was sleeping. Unlike the night he watched porn, that's another story. But. So he's like, I watched this, and then he shows me this video, and it's this woman who has her own talk show, and she's, like, telling, making sure everybody knows (laughs) that she's 50. And she's like, I just turned 50 last week, and so it's just this montage of her inserting her age in, like, any conversation she possibly
0: could. opportunity. She told Elmo on Sesame Street,
1: like, she wants everybody to know that she's 50. Guys, I'm 50 now, and this is the best, like... She would cons- just any time she could insert it, any opportunity, it, you know, the to mont- insert it. She's really She She's 50 and fabulous. So I was like, that's so weird. Because, like, I feel like this might sound crazy, but, like, what if I subconsciously grabbed that from his brain while I was asleep? Whoa. I mean, i have no evidence to support this and if my if jordan's listening he's gonna be like what <laughs> jordan's our
0: jordan's brother our brother super
1: uh logical brother mm-hmm. wonderful brother mm-hmm. um like i don't know i was just like that's so weird it is very strange you know yep and then i came down here and i was like mickey i had this dream that i was 50 and you're like, whoa, okay, yesterday on Canva, I saw an invitation that said, Samantha turns 50. It's like
0: Samantha's fabulous 50, 50 and, and fabulous or yeah. something. Yeah. And you're
1: like, whoa, she's going to be 50 one day.
0: Yeah, I had like a moment. Yeah. And I was like, that's going to be weird. That's going to be a weird day. And then I kind of moved on. I saw it yesterday.
1: So, like, I don't think it has anything to do with the actual age of turning 50. I just think it's like the the attraction of ideas and thoughts and it's a little way of showing what's possible in there in that
0: I think arena. I think that you've just tapped into that version of yourself like that fabulously wealthy woman I don't I and mean she's popping maybe. up that's what I think's happening really
1: yeah. I don't feel that way I wasn't scared of being 50 I was just like oh this is what 50 like okay I don't know how I got here
0: I don't think that but you I'm should fine. be scared of it. I think I'm it's fine with this it. is what I'm saying. You've normalized like the wisdom or the yeah, but how the do knowing you or explain the, wealth? the
1: whole like Nick listening to I'm fifty? Do you think that I the brought universe? That on? I think that's the
0: universe.
1: Or do like you think he brought that on, and then it came into my brain. I think that's I the asleep.
0: universe coming to you. Like it's more affirmation of the universe bringing that energy towards you. Because like anytime like the frequency. Freak rituals, right? Mm-hmm. When we do their meditations, like it's like, picture yourself ten years in the future. I know you're not 15, ten years, but like, picture I thought yourself it was in
1: the dream. I was like, <laughs> am I 40 actually in real life? Like, I couldn't figure
0: it out. like, it's it's always picture that future successful version of yourself, right? Yeah. So like, I think you're just tapping into that, and I think it's revealing itself to you. Like, yep, like you, yeah, you've tapped in. If I
1: have to wait 20.
0: You don't have years, to wait 20 years.
1: To be fabulous.
0: (laughs) For the record, you're fabulous. (laughs) OMJ is
1: gonna be the longest running podcast in history. (laughs) Guys, we're still not there, but Sam had a dream fifteen years ago. She has five years left. (laughs) She's gonna be fifty and fabulous. (laughs) I don't think that's what's gonna happen. Things yeah. have uh, depreciated, so now we have to increase it to 15000 a month, not 10000 a month. Oh, mm, my goodness. 50. No, it's not going to be that way. But no. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Very interesting. You seem enthused. Is that...
0: Well, is that... I'm just like, is that all you want to say about the last month for yourself? Because <laughs> you basically just summed up the last day. <laughs> Nothing's happened in three it weeks. I was funny.
1: I just thought it was very...
0: It is... Right. Here I'm talking
1: about the universe is just a bunch of Hoopla. And then I'm like, maybe the universe is trying to send me messages or I don't know. Maybe it's just we can we have an maybe we have an ability to download thoughts of other people while we sleep. Wow. I don't know. Yep. Throwing it out there. Maybe. Anything else that I want to say? I bet you would say
0: about that. It's
1: a good question. Anything else I wanna say about the last month? We went away on a trip. We did. And that was nice. We mm-hmm. went and looked at a house in PI yeah maybe re- we're going to buy we don't know do we share that at omj or just mm, no i think it was just host to host we shared that on yeah i did a live on host to host and we did a little tour of this little house and yeah we're just it's very very relaxed Like mm-hmm. we're like oh maybe we'll do this we don't really yeah we don't really know what's gonna happen but it's possible that could happen and then we you know, we had a really great trip with our sister went whale watching mm. in quebec city and it, it was, was really cool Like one article
0: said top five whale watching destinations and one said top four. Yeah. So I mean, either way, those are good numbers. Um, And -hmm. it didn't lie. Like you just go to the town. And you see whales. And you see whales on the shore. Like you can just sit on the shore and see them. Like you don't have to go on a boat and go somewhere. Like they're that abundant. They're everywhere. If
1: you don't see a whale, then your eyes aren't
0: open. Right. Like you're not even trying. Yeah. Um, And we saw all kinds. Like we saw humpbacks and belugas and um Mink- minky yeah is the name of it i think those are the ones we saw the most of but mm. yeah it was really neat mm-hmm. it was a really cool experience um and it's so close like it's only is it f- 6 hours away from here 8 hours away from here 8 hours away from here yeah 8 to tadisak was the name of the town in quebec mm-hmm. it was really neat and then we stopped off at quebec city for two nights mm-hmm. which is just like
1: and that was fun too we because we love it, was... it there <laughs> It was like our bougie selves mm. were yeah. uh, in charge, mm-hmm. or were charged mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. and we um, you know, went, went to the chateau for oysters and cocktails. And truffle
0: popcorn. Yeah, we
1: had truffle popcorn. <laughs> so good. We were just, yeah, very bougie mm-hmm. things. And like, okay, this is actually worth talking about. I don't know if you had the same experience, but... Doing stuff like that, going on vacation like that, and especially when we go to Quebec City where money is happening, like money is in flow, right? Or mm-hmm. like in a city, mm-hmm. like if you're in the country, you kind of, you know, you can make dinners at home, you kind of have to because there's not a lot around you. You have to kind of, mm-hmm. you get to save money really. Mm-hmm. But when you're a city, you're like, yeah, like you live it up in a city. And so I was definitely struggling struggling with worthiness being like I have to I'm getting better at it but it's like this feeling of we're doing too much this is out of my Mm. budget I don't like this feeling of spending Like those kinds of thoughts that Mm -hmm. kind of ruin the experience Mm -hmm. you know but like I said I am getting better at it where it's like okay this isn't gonna kill me no I've always survived always survived this yes and I know that it's going to make us stronger and better and like it's 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 all on purpose it's all supposed to be yeah supporting my dreams Mm -hmm. right not right ruining them right but yeah I don't know if you had the same yeah feelings yeah which I
0: do want to get to. Um, is this the part where I recap? Sure, yeah. My life the last month. This is more interesting than... I'm sorry that I'm yawning. That's not a good sign. I apologize.
1: Actually, I shouldn't say that your life is more interesting because that's just a silly thing to say. It's Obviously, a very I silly thing to say. say. Yeah. I have an interesting
0: life. No, mine's just been a roller coaster. Mm. Again. Um, so I relapsed. <laughs> um I did a breathwork session and uh, had a panic attack at the end of it, which was now three weeks ago, three Sundays ago. Um, and it's it's been hard. It's been really hard. Uh, I was just... So what happened was during the breathwork session, I just got like super, super dense and heavy into it and felt like I lost connection to my body and um which can happen in breath work <laughs> and i couldn't get back in like the breathwork session was ending like the music was getting lower and you know the facilitator was saying you know it's time to come back and when you're ready turn your screens on i'm like i'm not even i'm not even in my body i feel like i can't even move it so i don't know how so then i started to panic and i got up and i was like trying to dance and shake. Like I was trying to like get my soul back in and I felt like it wasn't working. And so I looked around and there was an apple on my desk. So I grabbed an apple and I'm like, eat, like, that's what humans do. Like, that's how, like, I was so far removed. Like I, I felt like I couldn't human, like I was, it was really scary. Um, and I, you know, I got through kind of like the talking with everybody and, um, You know, everyone was like saying they had such a really great experience and I obviously didn't and was just frustrated. And they say that too, like breath work can trigger panic attacks, and I just thought I was in such a good place that I could do breath work again and I would be okay and I would slow down if I thought it was getting Mm -hmm. too out of control and like I just felt like I was in control. And it turns out I pushed myself too hard and um, I wasn't. And then after that, like days that followed, like we went on our little vacay three days later and I was still really struggling. Like my anxiety was through the roof and it was to the point where I couldn't even really talk about it. And honestly, before I started telling this story, I was having anxiety because I'm like, I'm gonna have to talk about my panic attack and I'm worried that it's gonna this episode. Just now. Yeah. Okay. Like ten minutes ago. And even saying that is making my heart go up a little bit. Um so it's yeah, it's been it's been really challenging. And like to go on vacation, quote unquote. And, you know, I'm, I was away from the babies for 10 days. Like we left them with their grandparents and to not feel relaxed, mm-hmm. you know, like we get to PEI and, you know, we're given this like unbelievable lobster roll and I'm afraid of getting too present because that's what triggers one. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm too in the moment, that's what triggers one because I get really freaked out. This is hard for me to say, but I'm going to say it. I get really freaked out. Um, that's hard. You don't like have to Like being say it. so present in my body that I'm the universe looking through it. I need to say it so it doesn't scare me. Okay. Because it feels like I am trapped in a body. Okay. So it's like I feel claustrophobic when I get present.
1: Okay.
0: It's the first time I've said it. I'm getting emotional. It's crazy.
1: You're getting emotional... saying that out loud because i've never
0: said that before
1: can you tell me more about your emotion like what is that emotion like are you sad Um,
0: no i don't know not no i'm not sad i'm it's a little overwhelming i think to say it
1: it's overwhelming
0: because it's i mean it's a little bit freeing to say it because i have never said it (laughs) but like that's where that that uh tenseness comes from in my chest so like it's like this biz, this bigness that takes
1: over is that the feeling it feels
0: trapped the bigness feels trapped okay and it's so crazy um and i anytime that i'm being really introspective that's when it happens right isn't that crazy yeah i'm too fucking connected it's like I'm plugged into a socket that's like a hundred volts, you know, and like I don't, my little tiny plug can't take it. Like that's how it feels. Wow, it's too strong.
1: <laughs> from the observer, from the outside, it sounds like so cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not. It's I scary. know. I know. It's scary because it's like really big. It's a big feeling, and yeah. like that big feeling is overwhelming. And and yeah, like hard to understand how to how do you navigate that how do you yeah how do you control that how do you navigate that don't be too
0: present are you kidding yeah presence is gratitude is appreciation is all of these things Mm -hmm. but the moment I slip into that it's like this like
1: it's panic oh oh, man I have just so many thoughts (laughs) we we've witnessed you um shake shake I and know. do all that stuff and it's like uh that energy moving through you is really cool to witness it right mm-hmm. and oh, i don't know it's just i understand like i totally understand that that would be scary yeah that would be
0: well and i was really into all of that stuff before i'd had a panic attack yeah. and the reason i had a panic attack is cuz i had vertigo right so it's like Apparently, those two go very hand-in-hand. Hand. And you can create vertigo from panic attacks. Right. Like, you can actually create the room to spin Right from anxiety. So, like, they go hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, I've heard that from the vertigo doctor. Like, right. it's like, these are very common mm-hmm. together. So, it's this, like, PTSD from that, you know, mm-hmm. from, like, I think... I think if I had never had a panic attack, I wouldn't know this level of like fear or not feeling mm-hmm. in control. Mm-hmm. But before that, you know, swaying and shaking and all of that stuff, I was like, brain on. Like I did breath work and I was totally out of my body. I'm like, this is great. This is so fun. Like there was no fear. Yeah. And since the panic attack of feeling like I wasn't in control of my body, which I wasn't because I had something physically wrong with me that would make the room spin that was actually out of my control. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's that feeling that's like nothing feels as safe Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, The bigness doesn't feel safe. No, it doesn't, Mm. which makes me sad. Mm. Because like before the panic attacks, it was my favorite place to be.
1: The bigness, being with the bigness was awesome.
0: Amazing. The best feeling ever. Yeah. And now it's like, it's too powerful. Mm. You know, um, so I definitely didn't see the podcast going in this direction, but what do you do? Yeah, um, so also, funny side note uh, God, we were about a week into the trip and I was struggling. I was, and I, it's it was the first day that I was taking a rest day, right? Because we had been like driving and like. Running on PEI and then driving again and then whale watching, and like, oh my God, that experience, friggin' whale watching. Because I was thinking, I'm on this boat (laughs) in the ocean, it felt like. Yeah. Like waves are huge, and I'm on this boat with 11 other people. Yeah. And 12 other people with the captain. It's this tiny little, like, orange dinghy. Yeah. And I'm like, It was a sturdy dinghy. It was a sturdy dinghy. It did well.
1: The Coast Guard use. Yeah. To hop over massive waves. Yeah, but
0: it's not like it was like a ferry or like no, cruise ship. No, you're like, it was like on a little the ocean. boat. <laughs> yeah, you feel the waves. You're,
1: the waves are at
0: your face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're on this dinghy, and I'm thinking, am I going to be the girl on this boat that has to get them to take it to shore because I can't get a hold of myself? Mm. Right. And like, I didn't even want to say the word panic attack in my head on the boat. Cause I'm like, I'm going to have one. Yeah. So, and I was like, fine and good. And we'd see a whale and we'd all go, Oh, and that was distracting for a second. And then it was anytime the boat was moving, we were all quiet. I was like, Oh, now I have to sit here present and grateful in my own thoughts. Like (laughs) this is where I die. And so this is a funny story because the only thing that kept me from like not losing my mind was yeah. the theme song from Team America World Police. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh we had God. just watched for the first time like the week before. We didn't even finish it, but we got to the point of the movie where that song's like America, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like that was the only thing that would like make me laugh kind of inside yeah. to distract so and that I was like on a line. I don't know if that was <laughs> yeah. helpful. Yeah, just before yeah. The America part was making me laugh hard You year, we like whale watching or something you're like whale watching fuck yeah anyway I needed that kind of smut and that Mm -hmm. kind of like matrix down to earth stuff in Mm -hmm. order to bring me back and there was one moment where I was like oh my god this is it I'm gonna have to turn this boat around and then I got it together I'm like distract yourself distract yourself look at anything else and like I got I got control and it was okay um so that was the day before so then I decided to take a rest day and I did some yoga because I was like, this is going to make me feel good. And then I laid down and did shavasana and opened up my eyes. And the room, like the world was moving a little bit. And I was like, like, why? Why is it? Why? Like, and then of course, the anxiety starts to come up again. And then I had a bath and same thing. And I'm like, okay, like this is, is it just PTSD, my body responding from vertigo because that can happen like your body thinks it's gonna it's like preemptively Mm. like ready yeah because i had it for so long (laughs) and the vertigo doctor said that would be case kevin i should just say kevin because i think he listens kevin said that would be the case um but i was like it feels like it's going on for a long time like maybe that's maybe that's normal i don't know anyway um so we went out we couldn't find anywhere to eat that night and so we stopped at like a chip truck on side of the road, and I've been vegetarian for a year and a half, so there was like nothing on there except fries for me to eat. And I was hoping for something like green. Had a chip truck. Had yeah. a chip truck. I know. Well, that night I was hoping for something green. Oh, but, I see. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. So the chip truck was the only thing. Anyway, so Mason's standing next to me, and he's like, "You know, you could be low on iron." <laughs> and I was like, "I didn't even think about that." He's like, "Maybe try some meat. Like maybe that'll help." And I had a burger and we had our call that night with the abundance group. Yeah. And I was still emotional that night. Like I was still having a hard go. Um, and I had anxiety that night. Mm-hmm. But then the next day I didn't. Mm. And then I didn't for like days afterwards. <laughs> like I went hardcore too. Like in Quebec city, I was like, I'm eating all the meat. Like I ordered a, beef tenderloin yeah like I haven't had beef tenderloin in almost not two years year and a half yes um and it really did help like I was in it you know Mm -hmm. like I felt more grounded Mm -hmm. um and it's just been I guess like a bit yesterday but more so just before we started having this conversation that that anxiety is coming back up again Mm. I don't know if it's just reliving it or that it was like you know, scary in my mind or.
1: Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's hard talking about anxiety. Yeah. It's just, that's. Well, you
0: talk about the feeling of it and then the feeling of it comes Yeah, and you're like, well, I don't want this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's normal. And like you talking about it right now is great because you're.
0: Yeah. Making it less scary by giving it less power.
1: Exactly. So yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's been an interesting journey. Like It's definitely interesting on my side because I have had anxiety my whole life, really. It's only been the last few years where I started answering the question, what would you rather do? And that really changed my life and gave me less anxiety. Um, But I can just relate to anything that you say. I'm like, yep, that sucks. Like I know. You've been there. It sucks. It, It feels... Doesn't feel good. It feels (laughs) you feel sick, you know? Yeah. Like you feel physically ill. Yeah. Like it's so well it it takes over your whole body. Yeah. It just breathing,
0: everything. Like appetite. Yeah.
1: It's just sweat. It really doesn't feel good. (laughs) No. So yeah, I can really relate to what you're saying. It's just weird hearing you say it. And then Mm -hmm. like watching your behavior has been weird too. Because you've been indecisive sometimes, like you weren't able to decide where we should go, what we should do. You've changed your mind on things, which isn't normal. Like you, no. yeah. Like that's something I would do. Like that's that's yeah. something totally that you know for those
0: I would do for the motivation of anxiety. Like, what did
1: you think about when we were in Quebec and we were? Did you have any of those like money thoughts when we were being? Bougie? Yeah,
0: and that's kind of where I'm going a bit with this, um, because
1: you no, you're really hungry. It's okay.
0: I. <laughs> He's not that hungry. Half an hour.
1: He, but he's so smart. Okay,
0: He's gonna keep licking his lips next know, to your mic. Like
1: you. Okay.
0: Um. Wait. Do you want us to pause this so you can feed him? No, he'll be fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> he's just gonna keep. <laughs> um. So yeah, when we were away, I actually was feeling really good about my money situation because um I had been paid for a project before we before we left, like the mini doc that I did and so I had some money in that in my business account Mm -hmm. so I knew that my personal account was like like it was just being drained um but I knew that I had I was like it's okay it's okay like I I'm feeling confident I'm feeling momentum in my business and I'm Mm -hmm. feeling like I have some money I can transfer from that account and I have meetings set up for when I come home for future projects so I'm like I'm feeling really good like I'm feeling like it's going to be okay. Like the universe has got my back with this and like, it was like challenging, but like, I felt okay with it. And then after we got home, we got home on, um, so today's Wednesday, we got home on Saturday and, um, I don't know, it wasn't Sunday. It was Monday that I like had said that I, I need to do something. Cause I, I just got back from a trip And I don't feel relaxed at all. Like I don't, I'm not rested. I'm not content. I'm like upset. Mm -hmm. Like I was away from my kids for 10 days. I miss them, of course. But I'm here and I'm not feeling rested. I'm not feeling like I have energy for them. I'm not like I, because I just felt like I was anxious the whole time I was away. And then it was the city and then we were home. Like it was like there was no... Even on my friggin' down day, right? I had one like really down day and I was anxious the whole time. Like I'm like, this isn't, the feeling of anxiety is not a restful feeling.
1: <laughs> no, right? it's quite the opposite.
0: So Monday was the first day that I had felt peace in over two weeks, maybe three. Mm. And it, I just finished a book that I've been meaning to finish. Like I just took time on like where where we live on the water and read this book and i was like (sighs) like i finally felt grounded and at peace Mm -hmm. um and i felt really freaking guilty about it like really guilty about it because i was away from my kids for that long and mason spent the day with them that day and I'm like, why? Like, why do I feel like I need to keep moving away from them in order to get some peace? Like, I should want to be around them right now. And I I can't. Like, I can't pour from this cup because mm. there's nothing in it, mm-hmm. which makes me feel really shitty because I was just on a trip for 10 days and it definitely should have filled my cup, <laughs> right? So anyway, the book that I was reading or finishing um sam i think has talked about it before on the podcast but it's called get rich lucky bitch by denise dunfield thomas and i don't really love the title like it like is a bit aggressive but i'm like it's fine it, to me it doesn't um do the book justice mm-hmm. like if you judge a book by its cover i wouldn't pick this one up mm-hmm. if i saw it i'd be like ugh, i don't know anyway really really good stuff in it um And one of the things it says to do quite early on in the book is to, um, write down every single money memory you have, all of them,
1: money, memory, all
0: of your money memories, good and bad, but like all of your money memories. And I'm thinking who has time for that? You know, like who has time for that? And, you know, she says, this is an ongoing thing. It's not like you can write all of them down in one setting. Like it's not, that's not going to happen. Like it's going to be a gradual process so you write them all down and even just looking at the language behind how you remember a money memory is really helpful to decoding how you feel about money like your own belief systems around money Mm -hmm. so I started doing it I finished the book because like you're supposed to do it early on but at the time that I read that I'm like I don't have time for this right now so I finished the book and I'm like I'm gonna do it right now so I wrote them all out. You're going to be interested. Oh, you're going to share them gonna with share us? I'm going to share some with you. You're going to be interested in this. So I, I wrote a lot of stuff down. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, it's no surprise, Um. you know, on this podcast, we've talked about how money in our family was, like, unstable, right? Like, yeah. that's the reason for our parents' divorce. Um. There was, like, so many fights on it and bankruptcy, and, like, it was just a gong show yeah
1: like right? money doesn't grow on trees
0: right and like we can't I can't afford to give you that like I can't do anything we, yeah like don't ask work. me for money I'll can't lose my mind can't do that can't have that right like just constant <laughs> don't even think about asking for don't it even ask don't even ask because you're gonna be shut down aggressively like yeah. it's like that's not it's not a sa- it's not safe to ask yes right so Once I started writing these things down, I started writing like, you know, my dad's relationship with money, my mom's relationship with money, and then I started just creating my own kind of affirmations out of what I was seeing, and then replacing what I saw with what I would like to see or like to feel. Um, So, you know, in, in this example, you know, the reason my parents fought so much, it was the money was reason for divorce. My dad worked tirelessly for our family income, and always seemed to have so little money. Like he just like worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked, but like it never. We were always broke. (laughs) So like that's that's a belief, right? Like you see that, and you're like, oh, money never comes, right? Because all you do is work, and there's like nothing to show for it. Um, and mom had like a better relationship with it, but it always seemed like like in dad's eyes like she would spend more than we could afford right so like it was just never come it was never the the well was dry right like he did all this work and there's evidence of workflow but like no money flow
1: right um huh so i do interesting in my life right now right (laughs) i'm like what the hell right i'm just doing all this shit and nothing's happening right
0: poop. So this is my <laughs> new affirmation, which is it is safe for me to spend money mm-hmm. and the universe will always send more. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. safe to spend it because mm-hmm. we were taught it was not safe to spend it. Right. That's not safe. Yeah. You're going to piss somebody off. Okay. Right. Because there's yeah. not enough. Yeah. Right. So it's safe for me to spend money and there will always be more. This mantra has been going around and running around my head since I wrote it. So I'm feeling really good about it. Like I'm feeling like I've made some headway Mm, with that. That's really good.
1: Um, What can you say it again?
0: It is safe for me to spend money. Mm -hmm. The universe will always send more.
1: I like that. The universe will always send more.
0: Yeah. So don't worry about spending it. It's okay. I mean, obviously, within reason, like, don't be stupid, but, like, I'm no, not I don't stupid think with I, how I spend my money. It's so
1: true. So, like, I'm looking at my, my finances, right? And I'm, like, like, I'm in the same boat that I'm, that I'm always in and, like, looking at my credit card and everything. And I'm, like, okay, just do a little check here because you're not spending your money on stupid stuff. No. You're not, like, buying a lot of clothes, buying a lot of like things going you can for afford. dinner and yeah. like, n- like
0: buying the craziest everything. bottle of wine you can find. Right. Like yeah. you're
1: not doing anything crazy. No. You are You're spending within your means. And you're investing in yourself. Right. Like all of the money that you are spending is to better yourself. Right. So it's a, a financial coach. It's right. a new website. A book. <laughs> a book. It's right. a new me- website membership to run your business. It's like. None of what I'm spending is
0: bad. Right. It's all... Quote, unquote. I mean, and you could argue from the universe perspective, you could never spend your money on anything bad.
1: Right. Absolutely. Right? But even... Things that
0: we've decode or deemed good and bad, but...
1: Because I've spent money, I'm bad.
0: Right. Because it's unsafe. Because you're going to get in trouble. Right. Yeah.
1: So it's like, okay, but hang on a second here. What am I spending money on? What am I spending energy on? Right. What am I spending energy? Because money is energy. Right. So what am I spending energy on? Oh, I'm spending it on my personal development. I'm spending yeah. it on um, food that nourishes me. Like whatever. Right. right. Make the list on that. But it's like, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. So yeah. So can you say your affirmation again? Kay. Sorry.
0: It is safe for me to spend money. The universe will always send more. The
1: universe will always send
0: more. Yeah. Cool. It's okay to spend it. The universe likes when you spend it and it will always send more um so it was another one um I noticed that mom and dad never gave money to homeless people Mm -hmm. because they would call them lazy and say we also needed it more than they did Mm. which like let's think about that for a second I don't
1: remember that
0: I remember it multiple times I don't remember that (laughs) being said mm-hmm uh like get a job like that was always like the like I work harder than you do and we don't make right. enough money to feed our family how how could I possibly give that to you right. like lack mentality I don't have enough to give right I don't no. have enough to give right right, right. um I was pulled out of things because of money like figure skating and yeah karate you know like yeah. it was like things that I really wanted to do and they were like yeah no yeah um we got a job at a young age I think I was 12 or 11 yeah Paid for my own clothes. Felt guilty asking for my parents to pay for them. Like, back to school, I dreaded. I was like, oh, God, here we go. I can't even ask for markers. (laughs) Don't ask for the new ones, you know? And the thing is, like, we know mom and dad did the best they could. And they did still, they were able to give us back to school supplies. But, like, be careful what you ask for. It was just always,
1: like, when you look at our life, like, our childhood, we weren't deprived of anything. No.
0: We had clothes.
1: We had food. We had a house. Yeah. And, like... Honestly, people looking at our lives thought we were wealthy, Right, thought that we had money because we had a house on the water, mm-hmm. but they didn't know the circumstances of what everything was. So like on appearances, it looks like we had it together. We had everything, but yeah. everything to get, to get everything was a battle, pulling teeth out, was a fight Daily. to get anything yeah. like new clothes, fight markers fight like, yeah everything was a fight yeah it well was, nothing like, was easy two
0: dollars for lunch like i would ask dad for a toonie for i feel lunch. bad dad listens i know but he knows this yeah. right and this isn't this isn't a slight to dad at all and he's grown so much yeah. from the he man that he was loves to, to this he's
1: gonna be like i know
0: yeah i know <laughs> he doesn't sweat the small stuff anymore but no. he used to right yeah Um, And I'm not even, here's the thing, you know, and dad can listen and so can anybody else, you know, like you can't blame your parents for where they were. They did the best they could with the knowledge that they had. And I don't fault them for this. You know, it's like, this is just my own work. Like, I believe you choose your parents. I believe you choose the lessons. You choose the blueprint of your childhood. That helps you learn and grow into right. the person that, so it is my job in this lifetime to overcome my money hangups. Yeah. And that's cool because in this process we've decided to have a podcast and I can help others do the same. Right. So like totally you, grand it's scheme like, of things, you guys did totally the right thing. Thanks for messing me up with my money mindset because now yeah. I'm helping others, you know, like it's yeah. totally fine.
1: Yeah. And now I get to experience the the, the thrill of the figuring thrill it of out. Figuring it out and yeah. like
0: and sharing that with mom and dad yeah right and being like i cracked the code you know (laughs) like come on to my yacht you know like i'm psyched um oh remember this story one summer i worked the whole thing and my tips were taken yeah at the end (laughs) yeah that was so corrupt So they kept all of the tips. I was a host and they kept all of the tips this restaurant did. And they said they would give it back to me at the end of the summer. And mom was managing. She wasn't in charge of that decision, but she was managing. And she quit Mm -hmm. like two weeks before that deadline. Mm -hmm. And we did two. I think, I don't know if she asked us to or like we just did out of solidarity. I can't remember. Yeah. So we go, I go in to get them and they're like, yeah, no, these are ours now. I was like, that sounds illegal. But like there's nothing you can do because there's no...
1: Because tips aren't...
0: Right. Tax. Counted. Yeah. They're not considered. So there was nothing... I, so I was robbed of like a lot of money, mm-hmm. like thousands of dollars. Um, so I lost trust. I lost trust in her and in money mm-hmm. in that moment. I felt... I lost trust in being um 100% provided for yes not just in that story but like all of these stories yes like I felt like I could not rely on the people who provided for me yes because it was a fight yes right so like I felt unsafe asking for things that provided for me right right yes so my next you know affirmation is it is safe to trust money mm Wow. We can trust money. It's yeah. safe. Money expands relationships in abundance and love. Mm.
1: I love
0: that. Right? Because yeah. you felt like it ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> fighting over this thing. Right? It's yeah. pulling teeth to ask for $2. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Mom would say money is the root of all evil. Money yeah. can't buy happiness. Money isn't everything. Yeah uh dad would say money doesn't grow in trees don't you think all they do is talk about money it was all all the time
1: no i'm thinking like they would if they met somebody who was wealthy it would be all they do is talk about money and that would be a bad thing right like you can't talk about money but that's all they did
0: (laughs) right but in the negative sense yeah. Um, you can't
1: t- talk about money in a positive sense. Right.
0: Yeah, because that's bragging. Yeah. But you can complain about it all day. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a good person. This, this is my new affirmation. I'm a good person for wanting more money. It mm. is safe for me to ask for more money. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. High school boyfriend. He was money hungry. He would take money out of my purse. That's terrible. I know. And I made more than he did. So, like yeah um I know a little shysty i mean poor guy he's like addicted to pot and stuff it's fine um oh yeah and he once got upset (laughs) it's like embarrassing to say a lot he got upset because i got him a christmas present and it wasn't expensive enough so therefore i didn't love him wow (laughs) and the irony like his gifts were never expensive (laughs) to me (laughs) winner winner oh it's so funny yeah not with that boy anymore um so my new affirmation affirmation i'm worthy of giving and receiving money i'm worthy of giving money that's interesting right
1: yes that is interesting i'm
0: worthy of giving it (laughs) not just receiving it yeah it is fun to spend and it is fun to receive money is safe to spend and safe to receive Mm. The safety thing is big.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Because for us, money was not safe. Yeah. So obviously, rewiring our minds to believing that it's safe.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Is essential.
0: Yeah. So another one I wrote was, um, it is safe for me to trust myself, my relationship with the universe, and its ability to provide me with endless money, abundance, and resources. Mm. And then... The last one is like, I feel like something that I've, um, it was my more, more recent money memory. Um, I felt like any of the employers that we ever had that I ever had were male Mm -hmm. and my only valuable currency was my looks Mm -hmm. to them. That's in every job I've ever had. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was good at what I did. But my most powerful currency with them personally mm-hmm. was my looks. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel unworthy of actual money. Because, like, my looks are, are the more powerful currency. Further. right?
1: Your looks got you further. Right.
0: Had more power, more, more effect power. over my relationship with my employer. Right. Versus... What I was capable of doing.
1: Right. That's really interesting too. Yeah.
0: So again, that makes me feel like my relationship with money is not as strong. Like it's like I'm only as good as my looks. That's all I have. Mm -hmm. Right. That sounds like a first world problem or like a pretty white girl problem, but it's legit. Like it's like I don't feel as though Mm -hmm. what I do is of value.
1: I think that it probably could be transferred in many ways. Right, like if people are good at something, then that's more valuable to people than the money that they bring in. Right. So, like if they're good at whatever it is, I don't know, if they're good at playing soccer, if they're really good at race car driving, or Mm -hmm. they're really good at a musician or something, like they're more value because of what they offer than what they're capable of bringing in money wise.
0: Right. Right.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that's an interesting yeah, that's an interesting take on it. Um Yeah, I just it is safe for me to receive money in exchange for my ability.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was some serious breakthroughs on my very peaceful day reading that book.
1: Wow, that's really good. You have some really, really good breakthroughs. I'm really happy that we shared this actually on this episode, because I feel like so many people are going to Really relate to those, Mm -hmm. like, because that's unearthing some some things that we just don't talk about. Well, it's
0: not surface level stuff. No, like you You have to. But this is is why it's important to read. Well, to read, yes, (sighs) and to take the time to do that. Because I was, of course, feeling guilty because I wasn't working on my business. I took the day to read instead. But then at the end of it, I was like, oh, thank God, I did that. Yeah you know, because she's not just talking about, you know, unearthing money memories. It's all these other different tactics like, um, you know, don't, uh, how to like increase your prices, you know, like it's safe to increase your prices. That's okay. Like price is just based on random stuff. It's a woozy, it's a wazzy, right? Like it's like, it doesn't, not really based on anything. Like you have to ask yourself what you're worth and charge that, right? Like right. that's really what it comes down to. So those kinds of things, because that was really great having that kind of mindset and then going in and writing emails to clients, right? About like future projects and stuff. Like it's like, I'm feeling stronger yeah. in my ability with that. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, yeah, my relationship with money and the trust that I have in it or lack thereof. Um, but I'm feeling much better about it. And, um, I'm looking forward to seeing the, the types of things that come up because of this, these breakthroughs. Um, but I do think it is important and it's funny too, cause you can sit here all day and think about your money memories, but until you write them yeah, down absolutely. and see them and see how your perspective is shaped by it, like the words that you use to describe a memory tells you everything that you need to know about your money beliefs.
1: Right. About your current money current. beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Like so going back into sorry, going back into the past yeah. is it gives you the precise location of where you are. Right. Because you're you're using the language that mm-hmm. you're using already.
0: Yeah. And it's she recommends using that whole pono pono.
1: Oh, she does? Yeah, yeah, like that's
0: oh. that's the strategy you use once you have those memories. Mm. And I feel like I have done that. Like I, my relationship with mom and dad I don't fault them. Like, I'm like, guys, you did the best you could with the information you had. Like, you didn't have this book. You didn't have the internet and Instagram and, you know, all of this available information to you. You maybe had Oprah if you had time. Like, and even then, does she talk about manifesting? Probably not. Like, they didn't have the language that we have, you know, and the resources. So, like, again, I don't, I don't fault them at all. And that's come from work. That's come from like the first time I did this money memory thing was in Catherine's workbook and I bawled like I was just like oh like I'm digging up so much stuff and Denise was saying too anytime you hit any sort of money ceiling you need to do this exercise Mm. because she's she still does it like she's Mm. like I still find myself coming back to this process it's like a four-step process that she uses and she's like I still come back to it Mm -hmm. when I feel like I'm hitting some kind of ceiling I can't crack a certain number And she's making well over eight figures, I think, now. Wow. So she's like, you know, like, and she still has it. And she's like, women, even at the eight-figure level, are like, I want more. Like, let's get more, you know? So Mm -hmm. then they do this practice and they can get to the next level. Mm -hmm. So this method doesn't get old. And it does take time and space, which is not easy, particularly with kids. Like, I think it took me over a month to actually sit down and do that. Mm -hmm. right but the point is I did it and it was a huge breakthrough and I'm really grateful for it yeah um I would
1: say like okay you have kids and you're busy mm -hmm. but you're still doing all this stuff and like who cares you're still doing it there are people that don't have kids who aren't doing it right so you're going at the pace that you are going at yeah and like that's for some people that's rapid fire fast
0: if you think about it? Right? I agree with you. Like, it's just it's hard. Like I was telling you today what as fast I, as you'd like to The go. image I see of myself in trying to <laughs> you oh, that's my puppy dog. She just bumped into one of my pieces of equipment. Um when you are a parent and you have ambition, and there's things that you want to do. Yes. <laughs> I have like all of these ideas and dreams, and like think like my list, my to do list for both of our our business and my business is like forever long. Like there's so many things I love to do, um, but to actually carve out the time to do it is challenging, and other things become priorities. And like you know, it's just it becomes obviously doy so much harder when you're you know providing for your kids mm-hmm. and the funny thing is this this work that i'm doing helps them too obviously mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like i'm aware of my language around them with my with my beliefs mm-hmm. right i know you're hungry I know. um so like it's kind of <laughs> ironic in that way because it's like i don't have time to do this work but like i have to do this work mm-hmm. because it benefits them and myself mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: he's like wrap it up I know I know
0: okay he's like it's been an hour like I've got my stopwatch out and it's time for you to to stop Um, wrap it up ladies wrap it up (laughs) so anyway the image that I have of myself is like I'm walking forward and someone's holding the back of my t-shirt like they're just grabbing me and they're like you no but I'm like but I really want it and they're like nope and like I do believe in divine timing I do. Here's a sigh. I do believe that like things are supposed to happen when they're supposed to happen, and I do have faith in that. But it's just it's it's difficult when I know that inspired action is required, and I I just want to take more <laughs> inspired action, you know. But I also know too. I mean, George only has a year, and then he's in school,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't want to wish that year away. Mm-hmm. Like he's only little like this, and then it's like he's in school, and then when he gets out of school yeah bye he's well he's 18 yeah right like pardon and how old am i <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know let's not do that <laughs> um like how like it's crazy right like mm-hmm. it's like this like slingshot that happens mm-hmm. right that's, like you put yeah. them into school and then it's like <clears throat> like how are we doing back to school and you're in grade what like it's like that's what happens yeah so i know this time is precious I know that and I I do believe in the divine timing that everything is supposed to happen when it's supposed to happen but just when you're in it and you have all these ideas and this feeling like momentum but then some you're like okay I'm ready and then someone pulls you back you're like oh. like damn it like that's literally how it's you like feel pa-
1: is it patience because I'm feeling like it's patience yeah like you have to wait you have to wait till the right time
0: I just yeah I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm a human. I want it to be right now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I feel I'm you like, on that. But like, you know, I know I can take inspired action and the only way to do to only way to get opportunity to knock at your door is to show that you have a door. Mm-hmm. right? Like the only way, it's so funny, I keep using this example, and it's such a stupid example, but it suddenly occurred to me when watching this show, Hal, Halsey. Halsey? No, that's not the right. Halstead. The one with Ewan McGregor on yeah. Netflix. He just, there was a kid, he was like 16 years old in a New York department store modeling the people in the front, like modeling the, the mannequins in the front of the window, the window display.
1: He was just putting the... Just
0: doing the display. Yeah. And he was becoming known for doing his display. And he's in the middle of doing one and the best hat maker in New York knocks on the window and says, come with me. Why? Because he started just doing it. Right. He's a young kid. He has a knack for it. And he just started doing it. And then some some random day, someone knocks on the window and says, come with me. I'm going to change your life. Right? Right. You can't get noticed if you're not doing it. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like this thought suddenly occurred to me. It's like, no one's going to know you're a great director if you haven't directed anything. (laughs) like Mm doy like it's so obvious but it's like you know Mm -hmm. like you can't expect the world to change if you don't do something about it and I'm chomping at the bit Mm -hmm. to do something about it and someone's holding my Mm t-shirt and I'm like
1: but I have things to do Mm -hmm. you know
0: so it's it's like you said dichotomies like I hear Mm you Sam said that earlier to me today (sighs) there's my rant that's I'm good. feeling better. I'm feeling more like a human in my I'm, body I'm right glad, now.
1: I'm glad that you're feeling that way. I think that we are making bigger strides than we think we are.
0: I agree with you. I think we're like... 100%. We we're always then, closer than we think we are. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: an observer would be like, I don't understand what you guys are talking about. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? I know. You're taking great strides. You're doing great work. But even Keep like an Olympian
0: work. is like, but I didn't get gold. And we're like, you're an Olympian. Right. Like, you know, yeah. like you are milliseconds away from gold like you're basically all the same right (laughs) like sorry like all you runners you run at the same base like you're olympians period you're good you don't need to prove it but they're like no i have to win you know what i mean yeah so everyone's more human nature it's like yeah we just want more i know i know should we end it there we should
1: our dogs are hungry
0: okay well Thank you, listener, for listening. You could probably, you if you go back and r- rewind, <laughs> love that term. If you go back to the beginning of this episode to now, you can feel the energy has shifted dramatically in the way I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel before I was afraid because I knew I was going to have to talk about panic attacks and how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. So I was nervous and freaking out. And now I'm feeling much better. I think you can hear that energy. I think so. Has shifted. Yeah um so thank you for making it this far if you have because <laughs> the beginning of this episode was kind of in my opinion i was feeling like low like i'm not keeping well, like anybody were, on the hook right you now You let me
1: go right and i yeah shared my thing
0: but mm-hmm. anyway anyways. thank you for listening this far and i hope something in there was beneficial to you
1: i think this was a really good episode i'm like thinking it's gonna help people and help me so that's why i'm thinking it's gonna help them.
0: oh that's really good yeah that's really really good yeah. i hope so too um yeah thank you for listening thank you for spending your time with us and bye
1: <laughs> <laughs> to we you. gotta
0: plug them now that you said that
1: <laughs> these pot this podcast smart smartless uh Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett.
0: It's really good. And
1: at the end of their episodes, they go.
0: They all collectively find a funny way to say bye. Bye. It's really funny.
1: But we don't um, end our podcast that way or our episodes. We say, wishing you. As always. As always. We wish you. You say are it. Are we going to
0: go back and forth one word at a time?
1: No, you say
0: it. You always say it. Wishing you a life of joy and abundance. We'll see you next time. Bye. you again for spending your time with us. We
1: realize how valuable your time is. Yeah, and the fact that you spent it with us. Our episodes
0: are usually long, <laughs> <laughs> They're really long. Well. This is normally the point in the outro where we ask you to like and share and screenshot this and share it with all your friends. We're not going to ask you to do that because you are a grown ass human. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you can do what you want. You can do whatever you want. If you feel inspired to, great, awesome. If you don't, right, we're not fine. here to tell you what to do. It's fine. We love you anyway. In doing this podcast and having conversations outside of this podcast, we realized how impactful these conversations can be. And now we are open to connecting with you and working with you
0: to uplevel your mindset. The beauty about the podcast is you can hear us and how we talk to each other and the types of conversations that we have. And if you can visualize yourself having these conversations with us, then you might be the appropriate client for us to work with. You can head over to our website at ourmanifestationjourney.com and you can sign up there for a free consultation to see if we would be a good fit. The song used in this podcast is called The Little Things, which I love. It's created by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. Actually, his name is Chris, but he goes by Bonus Points. You can find him and his music at his website, which is bonuspointsmusic.com, and his Instagram at bonus.points, and you can find his music on most of the popular music streaming platforms. We listen to him on Spotify. We just want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing your energy with us. Thank you for sending your energy to us. We're so grateful that you've come along with us this far we genuinely wish
1: you a life filled with joy and abundance
0: Mm. yes and we'll see you next time on our manifestation journey